Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in Association with Forged Irish Stout Empire Fight Store and Ready to Fight. Always a pleasure, Mr. Craig Spider-Richards. Lovely to speak to you. 2024, New Year. The man's in a new gym. You seem like you're buzzing. Uh, life is good. I said, I'm buzzing. Life's good. New year, new me. No, I'm joking. I won't be typical. But, nah, definitely it's a new year. Change gym. New chapter in my career. Um, new things to bring to the table. So, yeah, definitely it's, a, it's an exciting year for me now, isn't it? Just firstly, I know that you've sort of uh, explained it on other interviews and stuff, but just on, on your hand, was it just that you wanted a bit of a change of scenery and stuff? Yeah, it was a stage of my career. I've maybe been getting a bit stale, just going through the motions of what I've been doing. So it was like a time that I had something fresh, something new, learning new stuff, again, new spring in my step, rather than, you know, just going, come turning up and going through the motion. So, yeah, it's been brilliant since I made that transition. I'm learning loads. How difficult was 2023 for you in the fact that, obviously, your last fight now was that Josh Boazzi fight, which feels like such a long time ago. I suppose it was such a long time ago. When I say yeah. that to you, it must feel like, almost shock really in, in that that was the last time that you were in the ring just just eager to get back in eager the thing is the worst thing about the whole situation is I've been in the gym so yeah, it's not like I've, I've always seen you like training and yeah so it's not like I had all this time out enjoying life catching up for all the things I've missed living my best life and then then deciding to get back to boxing I've been in boxing this whole time on the shelf wait, working and waiting for fight dates and having adversity of injuries and illnesses and stuff like that and it's very frustrating because obviously boxing is something what's obviously full-time every boxer will tell you it's a full-time thing and it takes a lot of your life so when you've got you're dedicating your life to something and you're not making any progress it's so frustrating when you know that missing bit is there like you just want to fight we do all the training and stuff to fight so when you ain't getting to fight but you're in the gym it's just it's a frustrating period it's expensive as well right yeah very expensive I've been nearly two years out. I've got to get back data some checks. <laughs> well, let's let's talk moving forward then. We'll talk a little bit about your link up with, with Shane and, and the team down at the McGuigan gym. But just yeah. in terms of like 
initial thoughts? How many fights do you want uh, this year? You want to be as active as possible. Are there any discussions about potential fights? I mean, just on your side, I'm sure you're just eager to get back in the ring. Eager, like, obviously, minimum, I want to be out at least three times this year. If I can perform great, if I, minimum three would be great. I want activity this year, make up for lost time and start making a progress progression very quick. Like, 2024, I've got to really make it count. So it's not about just sitting around and ticking over. I probably need to come back out and do a good fight and then straight away hit a harder fight, harder fight. Obviously, keep winning, good willing, keep winning them and keep moving forward now. And I think, as I've said multiple times, me just being still and going through the motions the last couple of years, this is giving me time to reflect and realise where I've been going wrong. And now I'm learning new stuff. I've got lots of world-class coach in my corner now. It's now it's time for boxing to now see the best of me. I've got to now go out and show, listen, I didn't make this move for no reason. I'm here to show, to, to, to get to that number one spot in the light heavyweight division. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very eager right now. More hungry than probably when I turn pro. Uh, right now, itching, like, itching. I'm very eager. What's Shane shown you so far in your time that you've linked up with him and why was he the right person for you? He shows me so much in terms of how to use. He's seen a lot of ability in me, but it's like he's saying to me some of the stuff that, I've not been getting the best out of myself. And he's shown me so many different ways already where I'm seeing a difference in my boxing when he's teaching me how to use my attributes, using other things, working at different ranges, work just working like just the science of boxing and not just the science of boxing, but as I also just said, how I can indicate it being me with the assets and attributes I've got, how I can put that into play. And since I've been working with him and seeing the progression, I'm like, oh, I get it. Even some of the stuff where I'm like, I ain't mastered that bit yet, but I get what you're talking about. Let's get down to work to get that to the T. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that refreshing to feel like you're learning again? Because you are sort of, not not like a veteran in the sport as such, but you've been pro for, for a long time now and you're, you're well established on the circuit and the scene and everything. Almost like, uh, like I said before, the, the, the word new lease of life in the fact that almost must feel weird to be learning again. Yeah. Do you know what? I think boxing is a situation that you're always learning. Like I study boxing all the time outside of the gym anyway. And I think there's always new things that come about. It's just like, if you was like an olden day fire, say for instance, fighters didn't have an age cap and you were someone like in Mike Tyson's era, for instance, but a lightweight. Then the new year come through and Floyd Mayweather come. How much things he brought to the game to make boxers go, oh, I didn't think to do this, that and that. So I'm saying like, when you look at the generation of boxing, as time moves on, new fighters bring new stuff to the, to the sport all the time. New skills, new movements, new ways to break down and nullify their opponents. So it's a, it's a sport that's always progressing. So I think until you hang it up, you've got to always be willing to learn. And yeah, you're always learning the sport. Who surprised you the most in that gym? Talent-wise? Yeah. Caroline's very good. Everyone's um, just that. Adam's obviously very good as well. They're all good. Obviously, Chris is world champion. Ellie's puts them together very well. Very, like, I like the way Ellie flows with her punches. Um... I think it's got a good stable. I think like everyone I'm watching in the McGuigan gym, yeah, I can see why they're there. Oh, no, I, I was expecting like, I don't know why, I just thought there was that. <laughs> I thought there was more coming with that. No fair nah. Is it almost like iron sharpens iron? And you would have had that before. Look, you're lucky you come from the matchroom gym in, in a place where it would have been the same. Yeah. And you're just yeah. 
around superstars wherever you go, but in that gym as well. Yeah. Sort of like an emerging crop of stars, but sort of they're starting to get themselves onto the scene. Adam's approaching that level. We know Caroline's yeah. on the verge of her world title. Chris is world champion. Ellie is world champion. It's like, yeah. once again, you're just getting the best out of each other. Yeah, but there we go. It's not like I came from a gym that all the fighters wasn't any good and now I've got some good fighters in the gym. We have top opposition down the matchroom. Tony yeah. was a top trainer. Joe Cordina, etc. Connor Ryder, all these guys are top boxers as well. So it was an, it was it was competitive over there in a different way in the matchroom way where I, it's not as competitive at Shane's in terms of with each other. It's more like people more. It's a different attitude I think in the gym, which is is different. You just adapt to your surroundings. But yeah, as I was saying it's not like I've gone from one gym who was rubbish fighters and now I'm the one with good. They've both got good sets of fighters and good trainers at the gym. Look, the domestic light heavyweight scene is absolutely on fire. Um, I suppose firstly, you'd probably be fair to say that maybe a, a little bit of a fight to get in there, shake off a bit of ring rust. But in terms of like just the biggest and the best names, I mean, I'm going to ask you about Pavazzi as he's after, but Anthony Yard makes his return. Um, obviously, you've got Lorraine Richards, who I think is now up at 175. Uh, Lyndon Arthur, obviously, just off the back of a loss. I mean, it's such a great division, right? There's so many good fights out there that you can see yourself in. Then you look on the world scene as a whole. Callum Smith, obviously, who's fighting this weekend. Um, an exciting time if things go right and you can get the right opportunities. 100%. It seems like there's endless opportunities there to mix it with a lot of great names at light heavyweight. Um, big opportunities. Um, big household names to beat um, and move on in your career. So it's exciting because you don't really want a division with a dead division that no one's interested in. Um, financially, it's not great for the fighters. And also for the viewers, it's not great to get two random or one random guy with one household name. If you can get two household names in the ring, it brings excitement. Everyone wants to know, like, if you've seen the two fighters as well, it kind of gets you more excited. I've seen him, I've seen him. Oh, this should be interesting. I think I'm in that sort of division. Well, Boatsy Aziz has certainly walked up. I don't know if you've seen some of the clips as of late, but it started very passive and very friendly and stuff. But obviously with the rescheduled date and everything, they now seem to be going at each other a little bit more. Um, how do you assess that one? Boatsy was always like that fighter that was almost a bit of a what-if. Great pedigree coming from the amateurs and the Olympics and then probably his career damaged by the fact that he wasn't active as he probably would have liked. I mean, even now, only 30 years old, 17 and 0. Um, I think they've shared numerous rounds together. Dan Aziz with a, a tremendous sort of resurgence onto the scene as such with loads of activity and just crushing through fighters, picking up titles on the way. How do you assess that one? Activity is very key in boxing. And Dan's been very active. At the same time, you can't deny talent have natural attributes. And I think Boatsy's got that talent. He's built the pedigree from the GB. But when I say he's got the talent from the GB, I don't mean he's like um, the sort of fighters that maybe he was winning on point or and can't transfer that over to the professional scene. But I think it's a situation where like, um, he had a pro style um, as an amateur. He knocked everyone out in the Olympics. And then coming through up to my fight, he stopped everyone in the championship fight he was in. So we've seen that he can punch. He's talented. He's got a good chin. Take it from me. He's quite tough. He's got a good chin. Um, so he ain't someone who's going to be broken easy. Where Dan has got a tough style. Um, he's fit and he's going to bring it. So it's a very interesting matchup. But obviously, based on Boatsy being at his best and Aziz being at his best, you'd have to tip towards Boatsy. Okay. 
Callum Smith this weekend takes on Arta Baturbia. Interesting, right? Because there's a lot of talk going into this one that sort of if there was ever an opportunity um, to upset the apple cart, then this would be it. But both fighters inactive. Baturbia coming off surgery. Callum quite inactive, or definitely more so than Baturbia, but even Arta now being out of the ring for a year. But you do sort of get the memo at 38 years of age, off the back of injuries, maybe not once what he was. Uh, miles on the clock, that was an absolute war with um, uh, Anthony Yard, and we've seen that he, he can take punishment before. How, how do you assess that one? I think it's a very interesting fight. Um, I can see stylistically, Callum Smith looks like he's got the tools to, to actually beat Baturviev. He's stylistically set up a good catch count. Paterbiv likes to go mid to his shots quite heavy. Um, Callum Smith likes people committing to their shots so he can counter off them and react. Um, but at the same time, we know Paterbiv holds some tremendous power. So catching, reactive, trying to catch and react if that goes wrong, we know it can be a long night for him as well. So it's definitely a good 50-50 matchup. I could say I could see Callum Smith doing it, but it's like either way it wouldn't be shocking to me. Do you think that Baturbiev is now almost at a point where, like, when he gets beat, everyone will be like, ah, it makes sense. Almost like, as in, like, the older he gets and the more miles there are on the clock sort of thing. Whether it yeah. knocks Callum, it almost feels a little bit like it could potentially be brewing. We know that they talk about that Bivol fight. Yeah, I think everyone's going to do when he gets beat. Even if he got beat in his last couple of fights, people would have said it's about his age. Um, he's 38 and people generally start declining by then, 37. So 38, you'd expect to start seeing decline. You're going to say he's not in his prime anymore. He's gone knocking on the door towards 40 now. Um, so I think that people will blame it on his age. But here nor there, if I beat him and he blamed it on his age, I don't mind because I've got three belts. So blame it on whatever you want. So Cannon Smith, I don't think he's going to focus on that. I think he's going to prepare for the best Baturviev Um Possible because he seems like a proper like athlete, true dedicated to the sport. So I see Callum preparing well for it. And if Baturviev does take out Callum, then clearly he's nowhere near on the decline. Mad to think now that your fight with Dimitri Bivol was sort of two and a half years ago. Um, but to this day, the hardest fight that anyone's ever given Bivol. We saw Lyndon Arthur come up short, but quite a, 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 a convincing performance from Dimitri. But a lot of people sort of said didn't. You know, they sort of expected there wasn't like the firepower. What did, what did you make of it? And sort of, do you think that almost you don't get your respect when you when you look well, at Yeah, because you look at it and you look at the like, you look at the fight now. Obviously, being half a round and one round away from beating Dimitri Bivol, he's fought everyone, the top Americans, top guys, guys in Britain. Um, being half a round short, people will be like, but is he that good? But Lyndon's one of the top like, heavyweights in the UK. I'm um, not sure what the score was with them. I think he actually lost 13 rounds out of 12. So, like, it kind of shows how good Bivol is, um, dropping him into win every round. It shows the level of Bivol. And for me, I just stepped up from the British. I won the British title, stepped up from them when I did boxing. I've got a lot more experience now, a lot more knowledge and a lot more belief in what I can do. So it's kind of like, you know, when Kovalev boxed Andre Ward, he just continued from round 13 on for the second fight. That's yeah. how I feel like with Bivol. I just have to continue from round 30, not restart, not reset, not try and work it out. I've had 12 rounds to do that now. 13 rounds, round number one, let's go straight into it. And I'm, I'm more than confident now if we had that rematch that I'll definitely be victorious. 
promotionally, what is next for you? Uh, I don't know if you're tied down under any contract or if it was just fight by fight. Have there been any discussions? Like like I say, I know you're just eager to get back in the ring. No, it just it seems like it's been all the same thing. Like we haven't spoken nothing about promotion wise or anything like that. It's just been changed my manager and my trainer, and that's about it. That's what we've um, obviously is the only thing I've changed so far in my career. But I'm I'm definitely eager and need some activity this year. All right, Craig. Well, any just just finally, is there anything in the mix potentially about a fight date or anything anything brewing? I mean, we know that people and and yourself just just want to see you back out there now. Um, listen, maybe you can ask the team. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to go. I just need to get out first show, whatever show. I just need to fight at this point. That's all. Like right now, I've been just knocking on the door, ready to fight. I've been in the gym. I just need a date. I'll be asking, don't you worry. Craig Richards, always lovely speaking to you, brother. Happy New Year, my brother. I'm sure we'll catch up soon uh, in yeah. person. Definitely one of the good yeah. guys in boxing. Just a final message to the people watching. Just thanks everyone who's been supporting me, who's been patient with me. Um, thank you for sponsors who's currently supporting me. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for the journey, but let's just push on now. 2024, I'll make the time worth the wait. Spider, big up yourself and thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.